0: Welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness. Increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm really excited to do this video today because the messages that I'm going to try to communicate the best that I can uh, today have been coming in really strongly, I would say, in particular over the, the last few days, last three or four days. And as I've been going day to day, it's like this this sense of urgency builds and builds to, to get this out. Um, for anybody who channels or is highly intuitive or receives messages in any way, you understand that push that you get that becomes almost urgent. Uh, To the point that it has to be expressed or it just kind of starts to make you a little crazy because the echoes in your head or your heart or your body or however it's happening for you. Um, So for those of you who are new to my channel, I I wanted to give you a little bit of information on me um, as far as how spirit works through me. I am, I guess you could say I've labeled myself as a medical intuitive because I am a Aries sun and Aries moon, a Virgo rising and my Mercury and my sun and moon. And I have so much stuff in the house of Scorpio, um, <clears throat> on the chart. So, you know, this, this is probably why my, my head, my, my connection with, with spirit works the way that it does. Cause I'm head, head and more head <laughs> and with lots of Mars and Aries that brings in the medical Um, but inside of the house of Scorpio, it allows me to see the duality of life. It allows me to deal with trauma. Um, it allows me to deal with shadow work. It allows me to, to deal with a lot of the things that I do day to day inside of my client appointments and counseling. Um, but especially in the work that Jennifer Snell and I did together, um, we called ourselves activators, yes, we were healers, yes, we were channelers, yes, you know we we did those things, but above all, <clears throat> we were activators, and what does act what does that mean? It means that we were the messages that we received from Spirit were, were very focused on the well-being of the person that we were working with, helping them to discover their true soul paths, true soul purpose, um, really own their gifts, own their power uh, in this lifetime, in order to come fully into the contract for the job they were supposed to do now. And as we can see now is really, really important. I think that there was a lot of us that kind of wondered if, you know, even though we were coming close to the age of Aquarius and, you know, there were all of these predictions and feelings, you know, kind of across the globe from people who were tuned in that change was coming, that the Ascension was underway. We were never quite sure exactly what that would look like or how it would come we just kind of knew it was coming. And I think there was still the question of of whether we would experience it in our lifetime or whether we're, you know, we were just priming the earth for the next generation to, you know, pass the torch and take it on, which, I mean, we are in, in any sense, we're doing that, but you know, then 2020 arrives (laughs) and here we are. Um, A lot of people have called the energy of this time, the end of days, Um, that it has been very apocalyptic, but it's not necessarily, you know, word for word in a biblical sense, but there are a lot of symbols that have shown up over the last year that are very in tune with that idea. And so what does end of days mean? It means that it's an end of an era I don't know if it necessarily needs to come with literal fire and brimstone, but look what's happening on the West Coast right now of the United States. Um, We feel that fire. We feel the brimstone inside of us. So it is very symbolic in that way. And we'll get into a little bit more of that. But just so you understand how I communicate the information that comes through, because I am a very head, head, head person, um, I have worked throughout my life to be a head heart connected person. And I think that this has given me the ability to be a little bit more neutral in how my messages from spirit come through and has allowed me a balance of the claircognizance, which is the knowing, along with the clairsentience, which is the feeling. And I do both of these inside of my work. So I'm not a trans channeler. Um, I am more of a knower, I suppose you could say. Sometimes I kind of hear things in my head, but it's not with a physical ear. It's almost like a whole thought has dropped into my head that is not necessarily mine. It's coming from um, an outside access or knowledge base, if you will. Um, Jennifer and I both were trained in reading the Akashic Records, um, although that was her specialty. Um, I, I do believe that a lot of the information from spirit is you're accessing that. Um, I don't necessarily divide up who exactly is coming through for me. Um, I just have always been taught to use the word spirit because it is a collective voice of lots of angelics, ascended masters, human guides. Um, they all kind of come through with one voice. And so that is what spirit is to me. So today we're going to talk about the number four. We're going to do a little play on on the vibration of numbers, um, which for those of you who know me well, know that I am a total frequency junkie and that sacred geometry and quantum physics. And, you know, all of that where science meets spirituality is really where I get fired up. Um, and what is the language of the universe? It's all done in math. You know, if, if that's, if you're looking at the study of astrology, you know, quantum physics, you know, all of that, the, the vibration language is numbers. And so we're going to play with numbers today. And this is the reason why is because this is how spirit has been talking to me, um, because it makes sense to me. And I have, I'm also a, 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 I have a deep love of puzzles and which has really helped me um, in my, my newly formed career um, i will say I've, I've been doing this for about 11 years before this i was in corporate retail so it almost feels like a past life at this point um, given you know what's developed over the last decade but that's a story for another time so i wanted to talk about I, you know when i when I decided to go back into soul speak and start doing videos again, I had, you know, asked some of my, uh, my circle, okay, if I were going to do this, you know, what would you want to hear about? What are the questions that are still out there? What are you still hungry for as far as information? What can I provide? And one of the resounding requests was, to talk about 5D. What is it? Where are we going? What are we supposed to be doing? What does 5D look like? What does it feel like? And I touched on this, you know, last week and in, in the videos that I did, talking about the general sense of where we are headed in 5D, which is to boil it down is unity consciousness. It is the beginning of us releasing the illusion of separation from God and from one another and from the planet and understanding that we are all part of each other. We are all part of the greater whole and that the only way we can create true change is through love, through collaboration, through cooperation, through harmony. This doesn't mean that we all have the same opinions. It doesn't mean that we all have the exact same belief sets, but what it does mean is that we have complete and total respect and love for another person's truth and therefore we can all live in harmony because we don't feel threatened by another person's perspective. We can coexist inside of that in a place that is harmony and forgiveness, compassion, empathy, love, unity. Okay. So unity consciousness. And we're not going to really talk much about five D today even though that's the topic, we are going to talk about the in-between. We're going to talk about, okay, 3D to 5D. What happened to 4D? What happened to that? Nobody really talks about that. It's, it's like, okay, we're moving from 3D to 5D. So we're very focused on where we're going, right? And this is like, I feel like this is kind of the state of humanity anyway. We're always so focused on where we are going. Now, we're not paying attention to where we are right now. It's like, what I haven't done to get to where I feel like I should be. We're we're in this state of constantly counting the things we have not done or where we are in lack, where we haven't gone yet. Instead of looking where we are now and understanding, honoring all of the things that we've done and been and experienced and learned up until the point where we are now, that makes us the person we are in this moment, that gives us the capability to continue going where we are meant to go and you know this is where you know so many people that seek out counseling spiritual counseling or you know psychic readings things like that they want to understand you know what's coming it's the the fear of the unknown the uh, the desire for the ego to be in control of things that we can't really control. You know, all we can control is what we're doing right now. We can control our thoughts. We can be in touch with our emotions. We can control the choices that we're making. All of those things we are in control of. We are not in control of what's going on around us inside of other people. We can't control other people. We can't necessarily control big events that are occurring. Um, You know, we are much more of a project out species than we are in appreciating what's within. And this is what the transition is into the 5D. It's all of those things coming into focus where we have a shift of perspective and there is a rebirth globally on how we see life, how we see each other, how we treat ourselves, how we treat each other. And you know, one of my really close friends who I'm I'm hoping to actually have her join me on one of these videos, maybe soon, like in the next week. She is one of my my soul tribe riding this this spiritual wave with me. We're very parallel in a lot of ways. And you know, she tends she is so educated when it comes to scripture and you know. Things from the biblical perspective, things from the scripture side. Um, she's not a religious person. She's extremely spiritual. However, she and I are very similar in the in the way that we we look at things, we analyze things, we, the the puzzles falling into place, the way we hear God, very similar. And she had said to me that the other day when we were talking that you know if you look at scripture, the underlying message was you could be doing everything right following all of the 10 commandments, but if you're not doing it with love, then you still haven't gotten it. That it's not just about not living in sin. It's about embodying love and that all of the, the scriptures and teaching that Jesus then brought to the earth was all about love God, love yourself, love your neighbor and Everything else kind of falls into place, but we can't love ourselves if the illusion of separateness still exists. If we don't believe that we are truly a child of God and that our neighbor is truly a child of God, that we are all from the same creator or same source made of the same stuff. That separation from God doesn't allow us to truly experience the love of God and unconditional love. We have to really be able to love ourselves, understand that we are made in the image of source energy, therefore made in the image of love. Yes, we are given free will to express ourselves Um, and allow the universe and allow source to express itself and find expansion through each of us and our experiences and our thoughts and our co-creative journey. But ultimately all of our healing goes back to the original separation. Whenever humanity fell from grace, whenever we lost our way and lost our connection to source, lost our connection to God, it now is in our DNA. And it's almost a block inside of our DNA. I, you know, I was watching Ancient Aliens the other night, which I, I love that show. Um, and they were talking about the the vibration of three in particular, in that particular episode. They were talking about these trinities that exist all throughout history and time, ancient civilizations, how the, their, their spiritual structure So many had this structure of three and that even inside the, you know, and here we live in the third dimension, right? We're three dimensional for all of this time. Even our DNA is structured from groups of three. I mean, we could go on and on about the patterns of three inside of, and and what a powerful number that is. We can look at the pyramids. We can look at, you know, all of those things. But it would be really fascinating to see And perhaps we will get to see it as science evolves, as our bodies evolve, how even our internal structures may start to change or new discoveries may be found where potentially there's links of four or links of five inside of our DNA. Perhaps as we evolve and we wake up, wouldn't that be amazing? Um, But in any case, that brings us into the four, okay? So 2020, the year of perfect vision, the year of change, the year of awakening. Yes, not exactly in the way that we expected it to be, but oh my goodness, yes. So we wanna look at the vibration of the four. The general rule in numerology is that any number greater than a single digit, you break apart and you add those single digits together and you keep adding them and adding them and adding them until you come to a single digit. Okay. So that's generally the rule. In some cases, when you are you know, looking at life path number or you know, things like that, um, you, if you boil it down to a double number, an 11, a 22, a 33, you know, those kinds of master numbers, then it, there are appropriate times where it's appropriate to stop and to look at the, the energy of that master number. But for our purposes, we're going to look at single digits. okay For the most part, we're going to look at single digits. So if you could see my desk right now, I'm surrounded by books because I started doing, as Spirit was dropping this information in for me, the, the head that I am and the student that I am and the researcher and the puzzle you know solver that I am, I instantly started doing my research. So I do have some knowledge in my head about the vibration of four. You know, it was introduced to me early on, I think more through the master number of 44, which had um, a deep angelic vibration or a deep angelic connection. It was like, your angels are listening. Your angels are hearing you. Your prayers are being answered. Keep going, keep going. Um, And so I think that that's where the, the beginning of it started for me, um, as far as understanding the first vibration of, of four. But I wanted to get into some other layers of four and how four shows up. So 2020, let's go back to that original rule of adding up. That's two plus zero plus two plus zero. Okay, You add all of that up. We're in a four right now. 2020 is a four- year four vibration. And so for those of you who follow numerology or even astrology, because there's a lot of numerology vibration that comes into astrology as well, because of birthdays, because of stars, because of planet, you know, I mean, what did I say? The, The language of the universe, the language of the planets, the stars, the solar system, this is, it's math. Okay. So it's numbers. And so we, we look at what the four is, inside of itself, like what the vibration of four is and inside of itself. We're going to look at the, the, the planetary vibration of four and that connection. Um, we're going to look at color vibration and connection to four. We're gonna look at a couple of different things, okay? So let's get started. All right, so we're gonna start with the very, um, with first just the, the vibration of, of four itself. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is four. Okay, so this is how I got started. Idiot's Guide to Numerology. Great books. So number four is generally about stability, about leadership, about building things. Okay. In the, if you are a tarot person, in the original tarot deck, And I say original because there's all kinds of derivatives of tarot now um, that express it in different ways. But in the original tarot deck, the number four, part of the major arcana is the emperor card. Okay. Now the emperor card is those things. It's stability, it's loyalty, it's um, leadership. It is steadfastness. It's hard work. It's, you know, all of those things. Um, But it can also be the card of war. Okay. So that number four vibration of that particular card actually aligns with the planet Mars, which is in retrograde at the moment. So we, our general has kind of taken a step back and just kind of let the armies run amok. And this is where (laughs) we're having a little bit of problem right now. Um, because the, the, the primary leadership, his is not necessarily a super organized one at the moment. Okay. Um, as far as the people are concerned, we are kind of more inside of this. And I've talked about this, this, um, erratic, um, impulsive emotional place that is being very fueled by vibrations of hate, rage, lack of control, fear you know a lot of these things that's like you know it's just been unleashed and we're all getting to see that okay now inside the the general vibration of 4 i'm going to i'm going to read a little bit about it okay so stability matters for the number 4 where the 3 may revel in fun 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 and the happy spirit of joy self-expression the 4 is all about discipline following the rules and it is serious And cautious. The four is steeped in tradition, practical and respectable, a manager you can rely on, building a solid foundation on which you can always stand. Stability matters to the four, so it cannot understand the more frivolous things in the way. A four puts in a hard day's work, stays between the lines, and respects both rules and convention. Sober and true, the four is both persevering and practical. So the four is the cube, okay? The four is the square. Now, inside of our chakras, that is actually the vibration, the stability of the root chakra. So the root chakra is number one. It is our number one chakra. However, the vibration of the square, the vibration of that stability is very connected to our root chakra. What happens when the stability falls apart? what happens when your basic foundations that you rely upon and trust aren't there the root chakra goes crazy our survival instincts kick in and we go into fight or flight okay and we will stand to defend whatever we believe is our stability and this doesn't just have to be food water housing you know finances those kinds of things it can also be And most often is what takes us to war is our truth. It's our belief system. And when somebody threatens our belief system with a different kind of belief or an alternative perspective, I mean, how many times have we seen war occur just over religion? So basic resources that people depend on for stability inside of the country, inside of their livelihoods. So you can see how this vibration is starting, okay? Now, whenever we look at the vibration of anything, we have to always remember that there is a polarity. In any given frequency, there is a polarity, okay? So we have to look at both sides of what that means. For a four, if you were doing numerology for a person who's a four, you would look at their strengths, You do their life path, you would say these are your talents, these are your natural abilities, this is where you are going to find the most grace and ease and your purpose and passion in this lifetime, however, there are also pitfalls of every vibration. So this is the light and the shadow, right? The illuminated state of something, the shadow state of something. We talked about that in the last video when I was talking about the vibration of hate. Okay. So the energy of the four, very, very grounded. Remember I was talking about the root chakra. The energy is methodical and plotting, forms and reforms. It builds, it endures, it preserves. It creates order out of chaos. It systemizes. It represents the principle that creates form and foundation for plans, dreams, ideas, patterns, philosophies, thoughts, feelings. It gives form to things. For those of you who have taken Seraphim Blueprint with me and you've gone to level two inside of sacred geometry, you know I talk about this all the time. And we talk about Metatron in particular as being the grand architect of this this exact thing that we're talking about. It's about being able to see a blueprint inside of frequency. Okay. And then bringing it into our being so we can manifest it into form. This is the ability that we have as co-creators inside of this life that we are given the power to create. And so Metatron is very much the angel that, that helps us, like the project manager, the ultimate project manager. You know, it's like, I feel like he really works directly with like Holy Spirit. It's like, here's the message that's coming down from source that needs to go across the globe. It needs to be, it starts as an idea or a concept or a vibration of, you know, feeling, thought. And then that, that's where everything begins, right? Everything begins there. And then Metatron helps us bring it into form onto the earth, okay? So the four carries a solid, stable energy. And those with this number give off the vibe of predictability and conventionality. No boat rocking here. Now, some key words that they give for the number four, hard work, planning, cautious, conventional, management and order, building, symbolizing putting things into form. The astrological equivalent is the energy of Taurus. They are very much Earth, very much the builders of the zodiac, okay? Tarot card. Equivalent the emperor, we talked about this, and the fours inside of each major or inside of each minor arcana suit. The letters inside of the alphabet D, M, and V. The colors associated with this are the greens, gems, jade, and emerald. Flowers we have the nasturtium for patriotism, if I'm saying that correctly, and the bluebell for constancy. Now. Before we move on with this, I want to bring in a very interesting tidbit that I discovered yesterday when I was doing my research, because like I said, you can actually do a numerology reading on people. So I was like, I wonder what number Trump is. His birthday is June 14th, I believe 1964. Is that correct? is that right? Or 46, 1946. So you break that down, six plus 14 is 20. You add up his birth year. It also adds to 20. So now we have Donald Trump with a 20, 20. Then we want to add those together, but I just wanted to pause there because, um, low. <laughs> 20. Um, and you add those up to a four. He is a four life path. Okay. Now we've heard the words that I've said already. We've heard the description of what the four is. And I would say that this is four in its balanced and illuminated state. Okay. What's also interesting is that I know a lot of you who watch my channel also watch Amanda Ellis, um, who is a Metatron channeler in the UK, and she uses cards for a lot of her, her readings and divinations to help give the information that's coming in focus, and She talks about, you know, I've, I've seen her a a few of her videos where she is discussing the candidates for the U S and what's really interesting is that anytime she is bringing the energy of Trump forward, he, he always comes in her cards with the emperor card, which is the four, which is the card here that we're talking about. And he is a four. So that's really cool. Um, so two though we have to understand that mars is the warrior planet okay or the planet of war and that's the energy inside of the emperor card in the major arcana so yes it can be all of these things it can be loyalty it can be leadership it can be organization it can be dependability all of those things but in when it it starts to move out of balance then we can actually see the other side of the four, okay? So let's look at the challenge for the four. The challenge for the four is not to be rigid, but resilient, to see the need for structure, but not be inflexible. Its best use is to help form something as a foundation for life, rather than a box that creates limitation and restricts growth. It's always a challenge for the four to not be controlling. After all, things must fit into the plan it's not necessarily fit into the box. Okay. So we can see where the, this four energy can start to change and start to get a little bit more imbalanced. If the four feels threatened in a way where its freedom is taken away, or it has, it's been put inside a box, it's been given limitations. So it cannot express itself in its full form in order to be a builder, to bring things into form. It needs an op- kind of a, an open canvas to do this without too many limitations. So you can't tell a four, you can do, you can do what you want to do, but you have to do it within these parameters. That's not really going to work for a four. A four is going to want to do it Their way, and they're going to create their own platform, their own foundation for building. Okay. So, what triggers Trump? Being told what to do by anybody, right? We're in 2020 right now. Let's also, let's not just put all of this on our president. Let's look at us. Okay. Let's look at how this year is bringing us into transition. Now, let's assume for just a moment that 2019. Was the end of 3D. We are now in four. We're in the 4D. We are in the building. We are in the transition. We are bringing 5D, which is five is the vibration of 2021 that's about to begin. We are, what if we are in 4D right now? What if we are in this transition? What if 2020, the energy of 2020, the energy of the four, literally translates to us being in the in-between, in the fourth dimension, where death and rebirth are happening simultaneously at every moment, where we are being asked to get out of the box that we have been placed in, to fully embrace our foreness, to truly embrace that vibration as we become more stable, even as our old structures, and our old foundations are falling down around us, okay, in preparation for what is coming, okay? I'm going to leave you with that, and now we're going to talk about the lesson of the four, okay? Many fours tend to see life as confined and narrow because they follow the rules bound by policy, and so think the plan is cast in cement, They forget that living in between the narrow lines or living in the rut is the rut of their own making. Hence, they are presented with this lesson over and over again. The fours are learning to look outside the box, get out of the rut, take a risk, take a chance. They need the fives to help them do this and be creative with their options. Those of us who don't have four as a core number can't understand this kind of dogged adherence to doing things. We often think of Torians like this, right? It's like they fixate on something and they are going to head straight for that with no detours, even in spite of themselves, they will stay in that rut just because that's the choice they've made and that is where their vision goes. Straight ahead. I know, my eight-year-old is a (laughs) Taurus. Besides the propensity for efficient order, the four can be very stubborn. So most often we'll argue that it is not being inflexible. In fact, you are the one. That's inflexible most of the rest of us will give up and leave the four to find its fixed ways which is precisely why the four will remain stuck if not in its illuminated state when the four is able to see outside the box once and for all it experiences the soul song of the five freedom from restriction so what's happening in our world right now we are under an extreme amount of restriction With the pandemic that's going on, we've been more restricted, especially in this country. We've been more restricted for the last, for the majority of this year than we may have ever been in our lives. That's on a global perspective. Now let's look at the movements that are coming forward. Okay. And where we're going through another sexual revolution right now, where people are stepping forward with the ability to have the freedom to express who they are without limitation, without restriction, and without judgment. And they're asking for compassion, and they're asking for understanding. We have the Black Lives Matter movement. They're asking for years of limitations and restrictions to just be visible once and for all, to have it accepted once and for all with the prayer and hope that we can move forward into something new and not continue to drag this old energy into our new chapter. Now we're not going to get into the the two sides of this that says we can't allow our history you know this is this is one of well we can talk about it because honestly that's the shadow of the four the shadow of the four says that we have to completely annihilate everything that once was in order to start anew and that's not true the old needs to be honored it needs to be learned from it's like an old blueprint of a building that fell down if we burn that blueprint then we don't have record of what we didn't do right the first time so we can improve it the next time so it's not about erasing history it's about doing it better the next time but can't you see the energy of what's happening this year inside of this 4 4 you know this 4 vibration okay so let's move on all right. So we've got the general vibration of the four. Okay. I just, before I turn the page, I want to see if there's anything else here. So here's some interesting words. The four has been called both the salt of the earth and the pillar of community. So we can see how the natural leadership comes out of these four vibrations. High has, the four has a high need for security in business, marriage, and the right to be itself. This number makes a trustworthy, dependable leader or a trustworthy, dependable partner. Okay, so here's some really cool things, some more cosmic connections. Universally, we see the four as, we have four seasons, four directions, cardinal directions. We have four elements that support us. Four aspects of self, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. Four human functions, sensation, feeling, logical thought, and intuition. And four aspects of matter itself, mineral, gaseous, animal, vegetable. Really cool. Spiritual essence of the four spiritual numerologists believe that each number represents a universal principle another step in the cyclical evolution of things every number vibrates to an inner meaning and it should be no surprise that the four vibrates to the energy of spirit made manifest into matter or putting things into law system and order this is co-creation this is sacred geometry. Juno Jordan, the grandmother of modern numerology says that four is the foundation upon which all things stand to sustain life. The four is the number of forms and brings everything down into the earth. The essence of the four spiritually is the point at which spirit is brought into matter and the spirit of the one and the creative expression of three plus one finally finds form into the four. So it is the evolution of, Of the Trinity it is the evolution of spirit and we are in our evolution right now we are in our transition right now as we are trying to find our illuminated vibration inside of this opportunity of the four to build something new higher ground Raising the vibration for the number four. The vibration is the energy of the number gives off. The energy of any given number can be expressed positively as, or as a higher energy. The higher energy of the number four is to establish order bring ideas and plans into concrete form to maintain routine and systems. When the four is positively expressed is steady. It is determined. It is industrious. It is calm. It is steadfast. It has strong standards of right and wrong. When the four is expressed with a lower vibration, it gets stuck in a rut, fears drive it and change it. It is rigid and controlling and lacks discipline. Now, this is kind of where we're at right now. And the fact that Mars is in retrograde, which is like k- having the emperor card come on, come in upside down inside of a card reading, you can really start to understand kind of the energy of where we're at right now. Okay. So I'm going to close up my numerology book. We're going to move more into planets. Now I know I've said Mars a couple of times, but If you look at the planets themselves, that was just Mars paired with the number four card in the tarot. Okay. What we're going to look at is the actual number four planet is Uranus and it used to be the sun. And then once Uranus and Neptune were discovered, it was reorganized. Okay. So now Uranus is number four. So I'm not an astrologer. I don't fully understand how Uranus is playing in the whole scape of things right now. I'm sure it is. It probably has a very profound effect on what is happening right now, but I want to give you the personality of the planet as it matches with the vibration of four, okay? Uranus is considered the Iceman, invention, originality sudden or unexpected change, and revolution, as well as breakthroughs and new radical ideas. Uraneth both questions and challenges authority, transcends business as usual, creating social and cultural ideas that arrive at new solutions and new beginnings. I mean, I don't like the words new normal, but I mean, come on. I mean, it might as well be written into the book. Uranus insists on our freedom, but it also understands that humans need to learn about freedom one step at a time. Uranus is the planet of intuition and the sixth sense, the ruler of astrologers and inventors, and it is closely associated with electricity, technology, and electronics. So how Uranus expresses itself inside of your chart is very personal to you but we are currently in Libra so let's take a look at how Uranus looks in Libra. Uranus in Libra has a strong social conscience and is interested in bringing about new ways of looking at old social traditions like marriage, partnership, and other social areas. One of the results of this has been political correctness a well-meaning idea gone somewhat amok. But Uranus here often finds unusual solutions and friends and lovers, Uranus and Libra liberates socially. Okay, now we have coming in. So once Libra ends, we go into Scorpio and this is when the election is going to be taking place. So what does Uranus and Scorpio look like? Uranus and Scorpio is a powerful pairing. And during this time, both the Three Mile Island nuclear power plant and volcano, Mount St. Helens, had unexpected explosions. Those born, born with Uranus and Scorpio are just now beginning to discover their power for change and are also discovering what can happen when power and sexuality are misunderstood. And they're tracking this back into the time of when um, AIDS became uh, an epidemic. Interesting, right? This pairing has the potential to awaken others to what is really happening and liberates powerfully. I mean, this is like, is your brain exploding? My brain is exploding. just really, really interesting as we look at these particular vibrations that now given any moment, like if you are really an astrology person or you are an astrologer, um, you are really intimately connected and in watching how this whole puzzle is, is coming together from a planetary perspective. It's not an accident not an accident. I was just using the visual within a conversation with my girlfriend the other day about how it's like God's sitting at his big control panel up there and you know, he's got all of these joysticks in front of him and each has a planet on top. And he's saying, "Okay, we're we're moving into the time now where, you know, the the global awakening is becoming more and more important and we're running out of time. <laughs> we're getting really close." And so I'm going to you know, these planets are going into position to create a global effect that will not single anybody out. It's going to affect all of us as a whole, okay? It becomes collective. That's the wonderful thing about astrology is that, yes, it is very personal, you know, on the macro or on the micro level, but it is affecting the globe on a macrocosm level. Okay, so very cool. If you don't have an astrologer right now, I would suggest finding one. Um, you know, ask for referrals from your friends. I have a few that I really like to follow: um, Maria De Simone. I mean, these are local to me here in New York. Um, Maria De Simone, Georgia Rose. Um, one of my my students, Charlene Lawrence, you know, there's, there are people all around you, but to find somebody that you can, that you really jive with and that can give you constant reports, um, is pretty cool to be able to connect with that energy. You know, back before there was really before the, the Bible, even, you know, before there was all of this structure where, you know, science and spirit got split You know, the, even the three wise men followed the North star. You know, my girlfriend and I were just talking about this too. She, you know, and she acknowledges the fact that, you know, this, even, even in it for a scriptural person, you can't deny the power of the planets and the stars because source made it all. And it's not an accident. It's not an accident. So this is the the energy of Uranus, which is attached to the four, but we also see some Mars playing into this, which is interesting because we are um, in Mars retrograde. Like I said, we're getting ready to go into Mercury retrograde, which Mercury is the vibration of five. It is communication, it is expression. It is, that's, you know, this is the, what we hope to, to see in 2021 is the full expression of the collective shift in a positive way. Okay, so those of us who are holding the space and holding the light, this is what we're constantly praying for, right? So that being said, I wanted to bring in a couple of my, these are two of the decks that I that are my go-tos um, when I do card readings. I have the Akashic Tarot here. And I have um, Amanda's, the the Archangel Metatron deck, which I use all the time. Um, So I wanted to just kind of start to wrap this up a little bit with messages from these now like i said there are other derivatives now and oracle cards are a little different than tarot okay so um we've got the the metatron card deck is a little bit more of an oracle deck and the akashic tarot is structured like the traditional tarot so we're going to go into this one first okay the four card in the major arcana for this particular deck birth okay And so this focuses on the beginning. There's a sunrise over what looks like a little stonehenge over there. Um, there are children playing, there's an innocence, there's a freshness about this. Um, it's, you know, this, this card, the description of the card actually does signify a pregnancy. So this is very much like this like a card of spring. Like it feels like that, like the awakening of the body, awakening of co-creation, a rebirth or a new birth altogether, a brand new birth. So this card is a little different than the emperor. Um, However, it does talk about building new foundations and it talks about new beginnings, okay? So that's the four in this particular deck. Now the deck that is from, Amanda, the four card is letting go and look at the fall leaf, the fall leaf. So we've got fall equinox, which we just went through, right? Moving into the fall here in the United States, um, especially in the Northern hemisphere or, or the Northern part of the United States. We're actively looking at the turning of the leaves right now. It's happening. Okay. And we just saw the four out of here being spring. Now, isn't that interesting? Because yes, we experience the fall equinox, but the other side of the world just experienced spring. So we've got the polarity there. We've got balance there. <clears throat> so the letting go, the time for release. With every birth, there is a death, okay? So we we have an ending in order to make space for a beginning. As we grow and as we change, we're constantly going through the, essentially the end of an old era and the beginning of a new, okay? And these can be in literal events where we actually experience death in a real way and we go through the grieving process. But you have to think about grief as it is. Like we are Humans are going through a constant state of, of some sort of a vibration of resurrection, okay? And, and letting go of something old in order to make room for something new. So, and I don't think that, you know, we've talked about this too, like the vibration of grief, I think is something that is often disenfranchised because we put it in a box, we put grief inside of a box and we say it has to look like this in order to, to validate our ability to express it in any way. Otherwise, it's oh well, you know, I'll just get over it, move on, rub some dirt on it. You're fine, you know, kind of thing. But I think it is important that we acknowledge that we acknowledge that the body is processing grief energies, and that we acknowledge the the ending of something in order to create that space for the new. And we are we are really looking at all of the gifts that were given to us from the previous chapter, the old era, whatever, the, whatever it is that we are letting go of, really appreciating and having gratitude for all the gifts that came out of it, even if it was a challenging time, then now we can look to the dawn. And honestly, we can't appreciate light in its fullest form if we have not experienced the darkness in its fullest form. So again, we're looking at polarity, okay? And two, when you want to break down the four into its master number, like the 22, the two plus two, I mean, that's the like master number of duality and polarity. Okay. So we've got the time for release, the letting go links to this, and she has it, links to the planet Uranus and the nature of change and adapting to unexpected events. And a lot of astrologers were talking about the the surprises that would pop up within October um, and then moving into November, these surprises, these things kind of coming at us from a blind spot. And so I think this too, we're looking at the same vibration. okay Now I wanted to look at We're moving now. Those of you who know me also know I talk a lot about the portal, the 1111 portal. I believe this is my personal belief. This is something that spirit has brought in for me that I almost feel like 1111 is like the spiritual new year. Okay. So it's almost like we move after the 1111 gateway, the master manifestation portal of leaving behind the old year to move into the new that it's like the 2021 vibration is going to come in, start to come in after the 1111 portal. It's like, there's some sort of like new year's shift there. I've always kind of, you know, the last couple of years I've felt that it's like, okay, I'm already feeling the new year coming in. I got through my 1111 portal. I've set my intention for what I'm going forward with, what I'm going to do, who I'm going to be, what I'm going to release for, you know, the incoming year. And then suddenly that new year energy starts moving and starts flowing. Okay. So the 1111 gateway This year, if we want to look at numerology again, we've got the 2020, which is a four, and you have 1111, which is also four. Okay, so we've got a double four energy coming in for the 1111 gateway this year. So if we don't add those together for an eight, which we could do and talk about the vibration of the eight, but for right now, we're going to look at 44. We're going to look at the master version of the four vibration instead, okay? And looking at it for this 1111 gateway that is coming and is going to be a very, very powerful portal for change, for manifestation, for truly bringing things into form. You know, those of us who are Metatron peeps, we, we associate the 1111, the the four, it's like the four, four walls of the square, right? The four ones, um, bringing things into form. I talked about Metatron, the grand architect. We're talking about four is the builder. Okay. So looking at this as a very powerful tape, Um, manifestation time for co-creation and creating new foundations for yourself going into the new year. So let's look at Amanda's card for 44. It's the card called beacon shine on master. Number 44 is linked to the angels and to you as an earth angel too. You are reminded that you are a beacon of light to this world, a place of refuge for those in the dark and a port of call in the storm. The world needs your light as never before. Look at the raging sea of humanity, struggling to free itself from thousands of years of pain. So many holding up their hands for help. So many drowning because they find no one signaling the way home. Back to their own inner light. How are we to create mass awakening and change without people like you to help us? If you realize the power of your light, you would turn it up, try not to hide it. If you saw how many needed it, you would offer it fully. If you could see the difference your light makes to every single person you touch, you would never again doubt your true calling. You ask, but how and where and when? You block the light in you by waiting for the right time, the right circumstance, the right moment, when it is actually just about shining. It's talking about now, right? Not where we're going. Right now. There is no better time than right now to shine your light, to keep shining true even in the midst of the chaos, the lighthouse in the storm, the lighthouse in the fog. Throughout difficult days and happy days, just shine as you never know when it is needed and by whom. It will be noticed. It will be picked up on. It will transmit its frequency to the right person and call forth the act of service that is needed from you. To be a beacon of light for others is to be noticed and to stand out. You cannot shine slightly. You either shine or you don't. And you do and you will and your light matters and it always has. You have a role just as much as anyone else. You ask, but how can the world ever change? It is by each person shining so bright that eventually the darkness diminishes. But the world needs many of you. No one can do it alone. You are all reflections of each other, building a much bigger light than you can ever imagine. Beacons lit around the world, switched on, active, joining together, feeding each other. When one person's light gets low, it is recharged by the next light beside it. Just keep passing the light, being the light. That is your role and your mission, and the angels in Metatron thank you for it. Without light workers on the ground, nothing is possible. But with each of you in place, everything is, and a new dawn can be born for the world and every being within it. So shine your light. So for all of you out there, who have taken my classes, been working with me, you know, honing your skills, honing your gifts, shining your light, trying to be the best version of yourself. And you ask, what can I do? What do I do about this 5D? How, am I, how do I get there? For those of you who have been in this, you're probably already there. You just are bouncing a little bit back and forth, back and forth as we rock between the old and the new. And the vibrations inside of your body are trying to find their way to a higher tone, which means that the old tones and the lower frequencies have to become visible so you can consciously own it, appreciate it, send it love, and transmute it into a higher vibration. So you just being you and shining your light and continue to move towards your purpose and to find your true calling, to smile at your neighbor, to be there in service, to love from your heart. These are all of the things that are going to get us there because we're doing it together. And one person radiating from their heart has a span that is three times as powerful as someone that's radiating from fear. This has been measured inside of people's actual EMF frequencies that are coming out of their bodies. The heart EMF field is, goes like 12 or 13 feet out. The brain only goes out like two feet. So it's, this is science, science that meets spirit. And it's not an accident. And so for those of you who are asking, what do I do right now? Go back and listen to this video again listen to everything that is divinely aligned right now inside of the space that we are right now that you are in the making you are co-creating you are clearing out the old foundations you are allowing the towers to fall that you know were maybe halfway there and needed to come the rest of the way down and this is just inside of your own life if you can take that and apply it to the whole to the macrocosm suddenly things are going to make a little bit more sense towers are falling still well at least what's left and for us to be able to create and build a new earth inside of new vibrations where we are ready to hold our neighbor's hand in unity and shine our lights Believe in ourselves as a child of God that we are powerful co-creators. And that if we are doing it in love and we are showing up as our best selves each and every day, the best that we can, that we are doing our part. I hope you enjoyed this. It was certainly fun delivering the message. Um, I hope you enjoyed all of the little puzzle pieces as they all fit together the way that I did. I was just so excited to um, put this message out for today. Sending you all peace, love. And light, blessings, and prayers, health going forward, and finding your own illuminated vibration inside of the four foundation, solidarity, stability, and courage. Find that war spirit in you in its most illuminated state as we still continue to forge ahead for humanity and for our planet. Love you all. See you next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter C-P-C. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom and subscribe to my newsletter, You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.